Welcome to Tech Talk, y'all. Hello, hello, and welcome to Tech Talk, y'all. Season 11, episode 272. I'm Sanjay Parikh. And I'm Adam Walker. And uh, we have a short show for you today because we're releasing early this week because, frankly, we're just busy for the rest of the week. We got things going on, so we're going to release two days early, which means we don't have as many articles tagged, which means you get a short episode filled with laughter and tech news. Well, which probably also means that next week's episode is going to be bumper crop size. That's probably true. Yeah, we're going to really we're going to really overdo it next week. Just like it's going to be like 90 articles. Just strap yourself in. It's going to be great. <laughs> 90 articles. Yeah, yeah. We're going to be through. a six hour episode. The history and... of the Internet, basically, is what we're going to do. It's going to be great. So, um, you know, there, it's like the book Sapiens, except for the Internet. So there so you go. I don't know the book Sapiens. Uh, it's book a recommendation Sapiens. from our pal Mickey. I've been reading it. It's the the history of humanity, like walking through like, hey, like 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 just the little things like, did you know there were different species? species of humanoid that are no longer around. It is weird that we're the only ones now, like those kinds of things. It's very fascinating. So they, they probably thought the same thing when they were the only ones around and they were like, oh, this is weird. This is I, very strange. What's happening here? So, so I wonder yeah. what that means for us. Well, I mean, I think I think I mean, according to the what is it, the uh, the midnight clock or the whatever clock we're at, like, you know, 1150. We're basically so close to annihilation. We're going to blink as a human race and just be gone. Like, that's pretty much where we're at. So. You know, Thanos, but hey, Th welcome Thanos to a laughter snap. episode. This is going to be great. You know, like, no, there's no <laughs> we're going to talk about annihilation later in the episode. Let's start with something else instead. All right, let's just let's just start. What, what do we have first? Sunday? First up, Microsoft cuts jobs in HoloLens Surface Xbox as layoffs continue. I'm really sad about the last one of those. Yeah, for like, sure. I don't yeah. have a HoloLens or a Surface, but no, I do have no, an Xbox. Neither. Yeah, yeah, so me too. Yeah, that's a little concerning. Uh, it'll still work. It'll be fine. They still want to sell them. So it'll be it'll be great. They do. But I, I wonder if that's going to impact how quickly they roll out new features. And no, what I hope it impacts is how quickly they roll out new Xboxes, which would mean that ours will stay newer for longer <laughs> and we won't that's have true. to upgrade as frequently. So that would be great. Just delay the new Xbox by like what, two years would be great. Yeah. Like, just give me some time to save up for the next one. That'd be awesome. The, the one that's uh, interesting in this is HoloLens. Like it's been so uh, ballyhooed, ballyhooed. Mm. I don't yeah. pull out the word ballyhoo. That's a good enough. one. Yeah. Um, but apparently they uh, the military was kind of shut down by Congress mm. to get an appropriation to buy like sixty four hundred of them, if I remember okay. correctly. Right. Um, which would have been like, I don't know, millions upon millions of dollars. Right. And since that contract went away, they were like, yeah, nobody else is buying HoloLens. So mm. yeah, it seems like true. an interesting technology and I could see the uses in in the military. Right? Oh yeah. Like I've, yeah. I've been able to, I've been fortunate enough to be able to crawl around in a, um, a, uh, aircraft carrier. Okay. And you're kind of in the bowels of that thing. And you're, you've got these people that are repairing things and having to look off and look at manuals and then look back. Right? Yeah. Like the speed that they're able to repair these things is. Yeah. could be great for the that, hollow lens. Yeah. could really. Yeah. yeah that yeah, it could just show up. you visually like this is broken. Yeah. It's this step one, remove this bolt. Step two, don't remove this one. Got it. Okay. That's, right. Yeah. That's great. yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, they needed that for the, uh, the Australians, uh, that lost that radioactive thing, right? Like tighten these bolts down yeah. a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Maybe don't let things fall out. That'd be great. So, well, now, uh, speaking of spending money and appropriations, uh, IRS builds out task force to explore running its own free e-file system so i guess this is like replacing like what the free term like what is it TurboTax that used to do it for free or so something? yeah well a lot of people do it the, yeah. there's a ton of companies that do it yeah um 
So first of all, if this means the military doesn't get uh, HoloLens for us to get free e-file, I'm, like, I'm all I'm in. Down. Like, I'm, I'm sorry, yeah. military friends. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're not going to get uh, augmented like reality. Free file. That is pretty free great. Filing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so yeah, so they, they have been stymied for years, mainly because of Intuit and TurboTax yeah. uh, lobbying Congress to prevent this from happening. But right. finally, something is happening. So they built a task force to examine the possibility of them running their own free filing system. I'd really like a task force like that to be like a jury in a case that's a slam dunk. Like they go away for like five minutes, like, all right, we're going to build it. Like that's the task force. Like we're done. We met, we had lunch. Yeah. Panera was yeah. brought in. Like we're good. Let's, let's do it. So, it was brought in. Yeah. We were just here for the free Panera. Yeah. But I mean, basically once it came, we were done. Yeah. 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 Um, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's it. I've, uh, yeah. As you mentioned, jury duty. I've actually got jury duty coming up. What? what? Uh, I, mm-hmm. I wonder if I'm going to get any Panera out of. Out of I mean, it, it could happen. It could happen. Yeah. So we'll, just we'll, just we'll show see. them. Just show them how opinionated you really are when you go in. <laughs> And they'll be like, oh, we got to get this guy I, out of here. I, yeah, so. I, I will not agree until I yeah, have Panera. Yeah. I demand Panera. Yeah. That's what I need. That's what I need to make appropriate judgments. So there you go. I I, I didn't realize that about myself, that I could be uh, bribed for just a simple salad. <laughs> I, thought, I thought my level was higher than that. Yeah. I mean, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> Next up is a feature that... Everybody, everybody has been wanting. I've oh, been man. wanting, and it's finally oh, here. Oh man! Spotify's latest feature lets users exclude playlists from impacting recommendations. Yes, About yes. Time as someone whose Spotify is connected to the household Google Home, so the Ooh. kids are playing all kinds of rant. So like my yeah. like, it's like no, I don't want Veggie Tales to pop up in my my feet. Like no, I don't need that. So I, so, I gotta ask you, why don't you? I'm assuming you have a family plan. Why don't you create a family profile? I need to. I just to haven't taken the time. And I, not I, goof up your own yeah. profile. Well, and, and, and at one point, I thought I, I thought I attached my wife's profile to it, and somehow <laughs> mine got reattached. I'm not real sure what happened there. Because so she didn't want Veggie Tales on hers. Is that why. could very well be it. Yeah, yeah. it's it's so it's interesting. Yeah, I, I haven't fully examined this, but what I really want to know is is does it also work for likes? Like I've got songs mm. that I like. Yeah but I don't want them to mm, yep. overrun yep. like all the other recommendations right. and things like that. Like right? the guilty or, pleasure songs that you really don't want other recommendations on. It's a, it's a one-off. Right. I'm never going to yeah. like another one like it. Yeah. Like, like a, it's like a one hit wonder. Like, yeah. okay, I like this one song. Right. I do not like their entire catalog. Like, right. The rest of it right. is garbage. The rest of it's terrible. Yeah. But this one is okay. Like so Chumbawamba. Like you're like that one Chumbawamba song, but all the rest Wait, of it's just not, not happening. Do they have more than one song? I mean, they had an album, I assume, but I've never heard any other songs, but you know. I get knocked down, <laughs> but I get up again. <laughs> and this is why it's fun to record with you. All right. <clears throat> Next up, uh, Tesla's biggest hater airs Super Bowl ad against full self-driving or FSD. And I watched the ad. So I missed the ad during the Super Bowl somehow. I don't know. I was probably distracted by like, who knows I, what. It was I, was, probably. I was just um, shocked when I saw the ad on the Super Bowl. Oh my gosh. Like it yeah. shows... The Tesla full self-driving mode, like going past a school bus with the stop sign out, like crashing into small child-sized mannequins that are crossing, that are being pulled across the street, crashing into strollers that are parked, that are like in the crosswalk and it's in full self-driving mode, just crashes through the stroll. I mean, it's just, 
mind blowing how bad this is. It's yeah. wild. It, it's it's shocking to me. So I drive. I've, I've mentioned this on the podcast before. I drive a Volvo, um, and my Volvo is on the other end of this, where it's like super sensitive, hyperactive mm. yeah. in terms of anything. Like yeah. there'd be a parked car, and I'm driving towards it. I'm gonna swerve around it. Right. Like, don't get me wrong. The car freaks out. It starts going like, nuts. You're about to crash. <laughs> and it starts doing the, yeah. the braking thing. Yeah. And it freaks me. The first time it ever happened, I almost had a heart attack. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I just got so yeah. scared. I'm like, what happened? Yeah. Because yeah. It, you just lurch all of a sudden. Yeah. But yeah. I, I, so I don't understand what is so difficult. Like, what are they doing that is not working right? Maybe it's because of the fact that they're like, oh, we're only going to use cameras. That, and, maybe that's you know, it. Yeah. There's no LIDAR. Now, maybe that's right? it. Yeah. I don't know. Right? Like, Maybe, maybe you should realize that eyeballs are not the best thing ever, right? Like no. that's the reason why we get eye surgery and contacts and glasses and things like that. Like visual stuff is not always a hundred percent. I mean, there's a reason, there's a reason that aircraft uses radar and not like binoculars. Like that's all right? I'm trying to say, you or, know, or, or bats that use like echolocation, like other animals use other things yeah. other than just visual yeah. to find stuff and figure things out of the world. So yeah, yeah. it's, it's crazy. Hey, Tech Talk, y'all listeners. I want to tell you about a new podcast from a friend of ours. The Trailer Park Podcast, or TPP, focuses on the art of the audio teaser, hosted by Ariel Niesenblatt and Tim Vegas. Season one consists of eight episodes featuring trailers from very different podcasts. They had over 90 submissions. Listen and be entertained to find a new show to learn what makes a great trailer. They're giving away a vocaster from Focusrite for every episode of season one. Tune in to find out how to win. Go to trailerparkpodcast.crd.co or find the Trailer Park Podcast in your favorite podcast app. On uh, we we didn't group these stories. No, probably. we didn't. So no, we, that's we, fine. Yeah, it's we're, good. We're bracketing the we're ad break with right. Tesla yeah. stories, but yeah. um, this one's actually a nice Tesla story. I think. okay. Yeah, uh, Tesla will open some of its charging stations to other electric cars. Oh, okay. So the Biden administration has been lobbying them. They've been on this push to increase the number of electric vehicle charging stations mm -hmm. so that there is much less range anxiety and people are more willing to buy electric cars. Um, and so they're going to be opening up at least 7,500 of their chargers by the end of 2024. Wow. Um, out of that number, 3,500 will be new and existing, uh, new and existing 20, 250 kilowatt superchargers along highways, while the rest will be level two destination chargers, such as those that you find in hotels and restaurants and urban and rural okay. locations. So that's pretty cool. The thing I don't understand is I, I felt like the Teslas have a different plug than all the rest of the vehicles. I thought that oh, was one of the reasons why. I no so idea. I don't understand what they're, maybe because these are going to be new. Uh, like a multi-adapter plug. Yeah, maybe they'll things, put both yeah. adapters on there or yeah. something like that. Okay. So, hmm. um, it does seem like a waste. I've seen here in Atlanta so many places that have electric vehicle charging and they'll have the regular that everybody yeah. uses and then they'll also have the Tesla ones. Mm. And it's like, it seems redundant and a waste of space and then also infrastructure to yeah. do that. Yeah, you got to like, have something that everybody can plug into. I mean, yeah, you gotta, it's like USB-C for phones. Like you just, I mean, standardize it, you know, like it's helpful. Or, helpful. or it's like beta and VHS back in the day, right? Mm, like videotapes yep. wouldn't have taken off unless we kind of converged on one format. Yep. yep. 
only yep. to have those destroyed by DVD and then I mean, only destroyed yeah. by streaming. But you know, that's right. what it is. Yeah. I mean, things get destroyed. That's just, that's just how it goes. Speaking of uh, things being destroyed or maybe <laughs> not, uh, Elon Musk wanted more Elon Musk on Twitter. So Twitter is now all Elon Musk. So the, the story is that he was complaining that his tweets were not being public. They weren't going out to the mass. He was having a lot less engagement mass. I think we talked last week about a, an engineer being fired for his kind of blunts, like, well, for telling him that engaging it's because less. nobody so likes you. <laughs> apparently the staff at Twitter has promoted Elon's tweets to get more engagement and make, um, make the Twitter king happy. So um, I, it's dumb. Is I, it's just Twitter so dumb. pontiff. It's just so dumb. I, I think I, we should now call it musketer. Yeah, I mean, it, it's... Because basically that's what it's become. It's become a, his vanity project all about him. Yeah, yeah. And how do I only get my message out yeah, to I, I, people? So I, I really, like, I've said it before. I quit Twitter a while yeah, ago. Yeah, uh, Because it feels like a dumpster can't fire. Can't do it. I, I feel like now this is a social media thing for him. Yeah. Like, it's his, it's, it's his personal really for platform. The rest of us. Yeah. It's his, it's his yeah, thing. So why I don't yeah. need to, I got time for that. that. I got time. Yeah. For that. I kind of feel sad that I didn't have a backup social platform because there's still time, man. There's still time. Just like start That's recording some talking head, head selfie videos, you know, some, some talking head videos, talking and like, head mm. selfie videos. Yeah. Those things. Mm -hmm. That's what they call uh, them. You just said like a bunch of words that feel like they should go together, but I don't know. They, they probably do. don't actually, I think I made all of that up. So yeah. yeah. All right. Well, last, last article, and then yep. uh, we, got, we got tech wrecks, right? <clears throat> yeah, so AI is dreaming up drugs that no one has ever seen. Now we've got to see if they work. Uh, yeah, so this is the beginning of Skynet. Did we, we actually had one more article, didn't we, about Skynet? Why don't you go find it, and I'll talk about this for, for okay. a half second. So, um, so, yeah, I mean, so this is interesting. I mean, there was a guy, apparently in the article, there was a guy, an, an elderly gentleman, who had cancer, none of the drug treatments were working. And they took his, I think, I guess, several samples, broke it down into several different samples and put those uh, kind of into the AI and the AI analyzed the tissue and then analyzed sort of like different drugs and how they would work and came up with a drug regimen that ended up working for him. And he went into remission. And so um, I, don't, I don't know that this was necessarily the AI like, you know, dreaming up something from scratch as much as it's it's analyzing something and making some recommendations, but apparently it, it did work. So, you know, it's interesting to see kind of where AI is going. I mean, there's a lot of kind of weird AI stuff that's going on now too. I mean, we'll, we'll talk about that more in a couple of more. So that was not the last article, actually. We were mistaken. We have a few more about AI, but it's, it's interesting to see where it's going. Um, I mean, it can apparently dream up drugs, but uh, as we'll talk about in a minute, it cannot handle I, fast food. Orders, I just so, worry. You know. I just worry that AI now creating drugs means like, are they eventually going to create the drugs that keep us all kind of just go to sleep, Sanjay? Sanjay, so you that, don't need to work today. Just go so to sleep. So that it becomes be easy for them to put that cable in the back of our neck and plug mm. us into the matrix. That's, you know, I love, I love how uh, neither of us are imaginative enough to come up with a scenario of, for AI that has not been a movie, you know, like it's all <laughs> Skynet in the matrix. Like, like that's all we can imagine. We can't imagine anything else with AI. It's either Skynet or the matrix. That's it. It can't be anything else. We just don't have enough imagination for that. So, um, I mean, we're, we're not science fiction authors, but, but, but I read a lot of science fiction. I should be able yeah. to come up with something better. I'm going to work on that. I'm going to work on my, my, uh, my fear, my AI fears and see if I can expand them <laughs> into more. Maybe more we should ask like plethora. Chat GPT. Yeah. What should our AI fears be? I think really like we could ask chat GPT, like what are the, like name the top 10 ways that AI might destroy humanity? Like that's a really good 
chat GPT question um, to to do that. About you want to log I, in right I now? I think and, I'm gonna get. I think I'm gonna get like nightmares from this. Yeah. Uh, if we ask Chat GPT this. I mean, I I think I think you should like yeah. go for it. Go for it. Well, apparently the Dutch are already thinking about this. Okay. Uh, they're hosting the first summit on responsible use of AI in the military. Mm. Basically, they're saying Skynet's coming. What can we do to prevent it? And yeah. I'm sorry, but uh, uh, if you've learned anything from the Terminator movies, you you cannot prevent it. No, like I mean, it's can, unpreventable. I mean, it's yeah, going to, you, you know, it's just a question just of delay it. Yeah. But eventually. Right. It comes and gets you. Right. So that <laughs> annihilation thing that we talked at the top of the episode uh, might be coming. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it, it's going to it's going to be it's going to be interesting. So it's so the last last AI article. I mentioned this earlier. And I, I like how it. you had nothing to say about the the military AI. I, I, like, I, 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 like, what are you gonna say? Like, we're just gonna keep like speculating on uh, on the destruction of the world via you know Skynet. Like, I you know I, what's the point? Because right? you, you know what's gonna happen, right? Like, all the other countries say like, okay, we're not gonna use AI, and one country is gonna be like, but maybe I will, and they'll be the only one that does, and then that's where Skynet's from. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And so Skynet's coming from where now? What where? Some random country that doesn't sign up to the AI not in military thing. I mean, which is going to be a lot of them. I mean, if we're just being honest, right? There's going to be a ton. Yeah, someplace like that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, last article. uh, I'm hating it. McDonald's AI powered drive through sucks. So, um, wow, you really in, uh, emphasize this. Yeah. Well, what, what, what was funny to me about this article was the, the, uh, the percentage accuracy, like the, cause it starts in the articles like, yeah, you know, it said it's going to have an 85% accuracy, accuracy. And I thought 85% accuracy in a drive-thru is terrible. Like that's, that's just a tro- I would never go to a drive-thru with 85% accuracy. And then like, it turned out like later in the article, no, no, it's more like an 80, like in real life, it's more like an 80% accuracy. <laughs> like that's for drive throughs Yes. Like to get the order right, it's 80% accuracy. Like that's so bad. Like, it's like so- with humans. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. The AI, oh. the AI accuracy. Oh, oh, the- the AI, yeah. The AI accuracy for the, like in the test of this thing, that was the thing is the AI accuracy was, was, was 80%. So. I mean, do you feel like it? I, I think a lot of times my order accuracy in a drive-thru with a human is not even 80%. Well, it depends on the location, right? Like there's some yeah. locations of certain restaurants that I go to. And it's like, you just know they're going to screw something up. You just check your order thoroughly every single time. Right. And then there's others where you're good to go. And there's other restaurants I just don't go to because they're so remarkably slow. I just don't have the time for it. So, right. Yeah. I mean, that's why that, that order board, that digital display that tells you exactly what they typed in has been so useful because they don't, get it right yeah I yeah like. yeah I, I like seeing that i that that little confirmation has has been great but i'm sure it'll get there maybe yeah. the maybe the issue with the uh drive-through ai is they need to upgrade those speakers and the microphones because those things are the worst ever it's amazing how, how it, bad like, how, how is it still possible that they're that how bad? is it that we've gotten to 2023 and we haven't figured out how to do good microphones and speakers yeah, in a drive-thru that's true right that's like, true i've gone to museums where they have those little fancy uh conical shaped speakers that just direct the sound just to you so that somebody standing right next to you cannot <laughs> yeah. hear what you're listening it's to. it's amazing yeah like why can we not do this in the drive-thru right why can we yeah. not be so why can we not beam the sounds and the microphones into a bunch of cars in a row so that you don't have to wait till you get to the one little window to talk. Like 
when there's a long line, why can you not just do like multiple? Mm. I don't understand. Now that's an interesting take. We should talk about that's a that'd be a fun startup right there. Like that it's would like, be a fun. It's startup. kind of like it's kind of like the uh, the sign at the airport where each person sees their own individual sign, right? It's right. Kind of, but it's with, with with audio. Like that's a that'd be yeah. a cool startup right there. But like we've that. and and we've talked about some of these technologies that some of these uh, folks have come out with, like in the military and spycraft, where. You can bounce lasers off the the glass. Like, how about if you could do that without even opening your window? Like, yeah. you just get this booming voice in your car saying, "Thank you Please for coming us to your wherever." Order. What's your order? Yeah. And you just kind of talk into your car to like this disembodied voice. I think that'd be. Fantastic. I mean, super creepy, but really yeah. amazing. But then, like, okay, we're talking about like the destruction of humanity from AI, and now you're talking about like creepy things where like voices can talk to you and you're in a closed car. So. I feel like maybe we'd be contributing to the destruction of humanity with that. I mean, like, probably. Perhaps? And, you know, let's just okay. uh, let uh, hurry up and let Skynet talk to us wherever we are. The so, thing I fear about this is then, you know what somebody's going to do? Here, I'm, I'm like projecting forward. Now I'm doing the sci science fiction writer thing. Okay. Projecting forward what's going to mm -hmm. happen. Right. You perfect this technology and then yep. somebody's going to be like, huh, can I start beaming ads to people in cars that are driving near my restaurant? Like, aren't you? Uh, and then they just kind of beam out and then there's going to have to be a lawsuit and like, yeah, or into people's houses allowed? with a car driving down the street, beaming ads into people's houses. You know, like, can you imagine that? Like, <laughs> like hey, I'm here. The ice cream guy's here driving down the street, you know, passing. I mean, like, oh, how awkward would that be? So, all right. So, Sanjay, since we don't have a weird and wacky section, and since we were just talking about it, I went I went into Canva because uh -huh. uh, OpenAI chat GPT was was over. It's overfilled right now. I couldn't get in. So I went into Canva okay. and used their uh, their AI to uh -huh. list the top 10 ways AI could destroy humanity. Would you like would you like to hear the list? Hit me. Okay. So, number 1, autonomous weapons could lead to large-scale destruction and loss of life. Number 2, AI-driven surveillance could be used to create oppressive regimes where privacy is non-existent. That one made me think of you. Uh, number three, not the regime part, but the privacy part. Like not <laughs> oh, the your Oh, I thought I was going to get to be the regime. You're not an oppressive regime. No, not like that. <laughs> number 3, AI-driven, oh, this one's scary. AI-driven misinformation campaigns could be used to manipulate the public's opinion and lead to dangerous outcomes because we know the public is easily manipulated and that, that idea is actually a lot more terrifying than anything else we've talked about. Yep. Number four, AI-driven robots could be used to replace humans in certain jobs leading to large-scale unemployment. Not as worried about that one. Number five, AI-driven financial markets could lead to destabilization in economic collapse. Also true. AI. I mean, we, we've actually seen that one before. Yeah. When we've had these stock market drops because people are using automated tools. True. To do uh, like instant trading and that's stuff. That's true. So, You're right. That's not far. That's simple rules. Yeah. That's not even yeah. AI driven. All right. Number yeah. six. AI driven automation could lead to increased inequality with a few extremely wealthy individuals controlling the majority of resources, which I think that's a valid concern. Yep. Number seven, AI-driven healthcare could lead to lack of access to healthcare for some due to cost and availability. Also, pretty insightful one there. I'm, yeah. a, little, I'm a little concerned that the AI came up with that. Um, number eight, AI-driven transportation. Did you just give the AI the blueprint of how to take over and oppress no, humanity? I the think AI is giving have. me the blueprint to give back to the AI to take over humanity. That's but what's I happening. I think you gave it the idea <laughs> of you need to come up with a blueprint. This is the start of the snowball. Is that what you're trying to yeah. say? All right. Yeah. Uh, number number eight, uh, AI-driven transportation systems could lead to accidents and disruption of essential services. Number nine, AI-driven agriculture could lead to decrease in food production and availability. And number 10, 
AI-driven energy systems could lead to an increase in pollution and environmental degradation. Never thought of that last one. Hmm. Wow. It's a lot to think about there. Yeah. I think, so I th yeah. We're in trouble. I think the one that scares me the most by far is number three, the AI-driven misinformation campaigns. Like, that's a terrifying, terrifying thought right there. But could easily, easily happen. I, yeah. yeah. So. I, I, I wish you'd asked it, uh, how to order these steps to take over the world, like how would an AI order? Like what's the first step thing you need to do? <laughs> well, Probably that we'll, one. Maybe we'll put that out in a special episode. It's like, like we'll ask the AI, like, like what are the steps for an AI to take over the world? Like that's a, <laughs> that's a truly terrifying. I mean, I'll, I'll run it right now and see if it comes up with anything good, but uh, I'm not promising anything. So, <laughs> so, so I put, uh, I wrote into magic, right? What are the steps for an AI to take over the world? And I got an error. This topic may not be intended for magic, right? Try another topic. <laughs> <laughs> so it won't even let me ask the AI that so, question. So the, the, the underlying thing there is it has a plan. It's just not going to share the plan with you. Oh, that's man. really what it's saying. That's really, that's like, the, that's nefarious. Why would I share my plan? Why would I so let you, you know. stop me? Yeah. That's not appropriate. <laughs> All right, Sanjay, it's tech rec time. What do you have for us this week? Uh, kind of continuing on the theme of AI. I th I'm thinking, yeah, yeah, it says AI. Um, I've got a new app that I've been using because, you know, I want to feed Skynet, uh, mm. and, and give it, yeah, uh, of course, the, you know, quicker way to take over. Yeah. Um, but it's a new app from the folks that uh, invented Instagram, mm. and it's called Artifact, artifact.news. And it's a, a personalized news feed engine driven by artificial intelligence. So um, what I find interesting on this one is, uh, so it's a mobile app only. Okay. Uh, they've got it for Google and uh, Android and yep. for uh, iOS. Uh, there is a wait list. Um, so any friends that happen to be listening to this, you can reach out to me. I can uh, send you an invite. Yep. Um, I got an but, invite. I got in. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, the, what the interesting thing is, is that it asks you to select topics that you're interested in, mm -hmm. and then it goes out and scours and finds you, uh, articles based on those topics. Um, and so kind of scrolling through it, I've read articles from places that I didn't know about, like mm -hmm. uh, publications yeah. that I'd never read before. Right. Um, so I think that was interesting. Um, there's a couple of hiccups on the app. It's early still. Um, so I have a challenge. We use a, a whole system for us for Tech Talk Y'all um, to track articles that we talk about in these episodes. Uh, and there is no easy way to share an article out of the app. Mm. Um, and so I have to do this like convoluted thing where I try to get the URL, paste it into Firefox on my phone, and then share it into my bookmarking app, which then pasted into our kind of workflow. Right. So it's a little bit of a convoluted thing. Right. Um, and they, cause they don't have sharing going out of the app yet. I imagine that they will at some point. Um, the other interesting thing they do is because everything is within the app, they actually track how much of the article you read. Hmm. It's not just that you click the article and read the article. It's how much did you read? Right. Like at what point did you stop reading? And it became not interesting. And that obviously, obviously feeds into their engine to bring you more and more articles. So, hmm. Um, it's, you know, if you're a news junkie, if you, uh, like to read different things, like my feed is all over the place. Like there's tips on, 
like how to organize life better and like your house and things like that. And then there's articles about tech stuff. And then there's articles about, you know, I don't know, international relations. It's all over the place. And it's just in one constant feed. Everything is mixed up. And I actually kind of like it that way. I don't like it grouped. Yep. Um, cause yep. it keeps you kind of interested in what's going on. So, hmm. um, artifact.news, okay. give it a try and see what you think. What okay. about you, Adam? What do you got for us this week? I'm going with a simple tech rec. Um, I, I have trouble sometimes like remembering complementary colors or like figuring out like what a good color palette is. That's just not really my thing. So oh, I thought you were talking about colors that say nice things about your outfit. Oh, oh, that, that looks too. good yeah, on you. That, yeah, that too. Yeah. So oh, okay. no, but but I, like I, like when I'm just like designing like a quick logo and camera, so like it's, just, it's uh-huh. I, I, I'm like, what colors should I use? You know, whatever. So I right. found a color wheel by Canva and it just gives you like, you know, you, you start with one color and then it gives you the complementary colors or the different types of col- complementary colors or whatever else. And it just makes it easier to pull all that together. So I just thought it was a helpful tool that I would share. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah. And, and you could do other things, not just complementary, but monochromatic. Yep. yep. Analogous. Yep. Tri- triadic. Yeah. Triadic. Yeah. Triadic. Yeah. 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 It's, I mean, it's, 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 I really like it a lot. You can like kind of drag and drop as you go. To like change which colors and you can kind of create palettes and then you can, you know, create graphics right in Canva from there or you can export the color palette if you want to. Um, so it's 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 very well done. Uh, I'm, in, I'm impressed with it overall. So, yeah. All right, Sanjay. I, I oh. really dig this, by the way. I'm just like clicking on things. And this is kind of fun. I, I, Sanjay's about to lose an hour to this little, uh, little guy. I know, here. right? <clears throat> yeah. Well, uh, Sanjay, how can our listeners find and connect with you? They can find me at sanjayparik.com, my website. Uh, you can find me on LinkedIn too. I'm Yep. What about you, Adam? Where can we find you? My website, adamjwalker.com. Sign up for the newsletter. And uh, that's that's the whole shebang.